Hello. Hey. Once again, we're back. We are back. Thank you to all you faithful listeners out there. I mean, we're <laughs> we're getting a good, a good 30, 40 people every time. Yeah, so worth it. Is that true? For the yeah, last one also? Yeah. yeah. The last one I didn't feel great about, if I'm honest. <laughs> Sneak peek behind the curtain. <laughs> anyway. Especially with all the talk about pelvic thrusting. Fun fact. Oh, no. um, I, this past weekend, uh, I don't know when you're listening to it, but this past weekend... I uh, had the opportunity to co-lead with Casey at the Rockerman campus. Uh, I don't know if you know if you know Ryan Moling. <laughs> Ryan Moling comes up to me during the dinner before the Saturday night service and says to me, "The only thing I got out of last the last podcast is that I should be doing more pelvic thrusting on stage." Which is not the point of this podcast. Not the point, and also not even what we said. <laughs> we literally said the opposite. So calling you out, Ryan. Calling you out. Yes. Um, hopefully you will have more to take away from this one than Ryan took away from last one. Goodness. Yes. Um, this is your Woodman Worship Podcast for the month of October. It is cold outside. It is cold outside. snuggle up with this podcast for the next 20 minutes or so (laughs) and just, I don't know what else. I don't know where I'm going going with this. I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway, uh, yes, we are in October. And so let's open up with our normal segment. Here is what's on the radar. You have a theme song this week? Every time. And, uh, okay, so we're in October. Um, Have already had one weekend down and have three more coming up. Uh, this coming weekend, if you listened to it before, um, it's the October, I don't know, 14th, 15th, 13, 14th, 13, 14th. Yeah. Uh, missions emphasis weekend, uh, Woodman is really ramping up kind of how many trips and had the type of trips and cost and length of trips and distance of trips, um, for international missions. And so, um, we are focusing on that kind of a nice, uh, Weekend after kind of last weekend, which was the big kind of city serve because I love you weekend locally. Now we're looking internationally a little bit. So um, excited about that. We got a congregational prayer. We got some great songs with kind of an outward focus we'll be singing. Um, and surprise location for Josh this weekend. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, should be a good weekend. Excited about that. Uh, and then through the rest of the month, we're kind of continuing with this new flow we started where we are actually moving the collection of offering to uh, kind of the video announcements uh, segment of the service. And I would say we've gotten decent feedback on it. I've also gotten a few questions why. Um, yeah. People like, some people liked offering as a part of kind of the worship singing time, which I totally get. But I think what we're trying to accomplish with our weekend services is that not just the singing is worship. We want the whole service to be uh, a time of worship, whether that's singing, whether that's digging into God's Word, whether that's communion, whether that's baptisms, whether it's um, learning through video announcements, uh, what's happening in our church. And so for that, I I would say that no matter where we put the offering in a service, it is still a part of worship. We still very much value it. And it actually has helped us kind of get some extended time of worship at the top where people aren't sitting and standing and ushers going through the aisles. So I think that's actually been really nice. So 
Um, we're going to continue to try it, see how it works. We're always open to new things. We're also always trying to change things week by week. I think it's good to not fall into a rhythm of service flow. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, like, even practically, just to just the opportunity to change things up and move things around in the service, I think, has been really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's also been cool to see, like, giving nine times out of ten, um, we finish the worship set, campus pastor comes up and kind of sets up that offering time. And it's been cool to see... Pretty much across the board, um, campus pastors or whoever's hosting kind of use that as an opportunity to actually almost kind of have a little teach on offering and talk mm-hmm. a little bit about the importance and how it is um, a part of our worship and an act of worship. Um, yeah, so I think it's been a yeah cool thing to change up. And a little teaser, later in the podcast, we talk a little bit more about service flow, what we're trying to accomplish when we pick songs, yeah. how we plan services. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> awesome. Um, and then just looking ahead to, I mean, Christmas brainstorming has already begun. We are excited about, um, what we're thinking of for December and Christmas Eve. Um, just a friendly reminder, if you haven't placed your blockout dates in really through the rest of this year, yeah, go ahead and get those in. That would help us out as we send out band scheduling for November and December. Um, right. But I'll get a little teaser for Christmas. I'd say is this and something that I've honestly never have thought of and probably should have thought of is that just as Lent is to Easter, Advent is to Christmas. And this idea of waiting in anticipation of something is really important and seen throughout Scripture. And so through our services in December and going into Christmas Eve, we're really going to touch on this idea of expectations, of longing, of waiting of waiting for this promised hope um, that you see throughout the Old Testament. So... Um, some cool creative ideas, some cool musical ideas to help um, to help us convey that. So, very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Cool. And let us move on to the next segment of the podcast. Uh, it's just called What We're Listening To. You'll notice that every week... There's a different jingle because I can't remember in my GarageBand <laughs> on my Mac where and what jingle. I should probably write them down. It is interesting because I feel like the point of a jingle is that like yes, it kind of like yes is recurring, memorable. Yes. <laughs> but also, I wonder if it's funny. I wonder if it's. I'm hoping that it's funny that you hear a different jingle every time. You can, however, direct any feedback on if it's not funny to Carson.Smith. <laughs> At woodenvalley.org. If you have to hope that it's funny, is it funny? Yeah. <laughs> I would like to know. If, if a lot of you are like, these jingles, I hate that there's a different jingle every time, let me know and I will try to change Outrage. that. Yeah. Outrage. Outrage. <laughs> anyway, um, honestly, I don't know how much worship came, music came out in the last month, so we're going to talk a little bit about one big release, <laughs> and then we're also, just for fun, because hundreds of you have asked, and by hundreds I mean no one, um, for just what we listen to in general, too, besides worship music. Oh, yeah. So we're going to get into that a little bit. But let's talk about the big one that came out right after we released last month's podcast, the new Elevation Worship album, Hallelujah Here Below. Mm. First impressions, Carson, of that album? Um, I, re- I really dig it. it was, it's kind of a lot to get through. Yes. Uh, it's like 17 songs. I, I haven't pulled up on Spotify right now. It's like an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like bonus tracks or anything. It's just like unique songs um no i really dig it i i i really kind of always appreciate how um you know in in worship music it's it's like very much 
similar to like the pop genre where it's like we are kind of revolving around like major chords and like sticking to four four quite a bit um but i have always personally appreciated how elevation has kind of thought outside the box within those kind of guidelines um and so to me that's evident in this album as well uh, it's just cool to hear kind of stylistically how they push things especially with like synth and mm-hmm. even electric lines mm-hmm. um and like putting out upbeat stuff which is yep. <laughs> appreciated yep. um yeah in particular just to name a couple songs um here again i absolutely love um we heard them do this song actually at um we talked about it here but that Mm -hmm. outcry uh concert a few months ago and yeah great song would love to play a clip of that one That's a great one. Um, and, you know, if, we, if you look at our kind of catalog of current worship songs, I mean, we haven't done this on purpose, but I would say there's all Elevation might be the most... Elevation's right up there with Bethel for most well-represented in our current list of songs in our rotation. You think about, like, Overcome, Mighty Warrior, Come to the Altar, Resurrecting, um, Do It Again. Yeah, dang. Um, there's a lot that we're doing, and... Uh, um, I think just upbeat wise, I love God of the Promise that, that's on there, yeah, that's and cool. also I think both Worthy and Power are Ooh, worthy. The big female powerhouse songs on yeah. the album that I love. I cannot stand Echo. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> so I told you, like we're. I can tell you the good and the bad. I'm tell you how it is. Echo is. Is it? There's not, kind of a charm to it, though. I mean, I move a little bit, but I'm like, oh, I hate myself for moving to this. Right. Right. <laughs> We will not be. We will never play that at Woodman Valley Chapel. I not even like that. students. Maybe a pre-service playlist, but <laughs> it's yeah. it is definitely on the pre-service yeah. playlist. <laughs> Look forward yeah. to that in October. Yeah. <laughs> it's your love is holding on and it won't let go. I feel it breaking out like, like an, an echo. Oh, 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 in my soul. <laughs> so, anyway, That's there good. you go. That's yeah. everything you need to know about the new Elevation album. Yeah, there you yes. go. Um, now it's good. You should listen to you it. You should. It is. Um, now, just outside of worship, what are we really digging? Wait, wait, can I talk about one more? Oh, there's one more. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Everyone say hello to Lucy Chucker. Lucy Chucker here. Yes. Um, the song Every Battle. So we, you know, we try to kind of introduce a new song every month. Um, and the new song for this month is Every Battle by Rita Springer. Still killing it. Mm. Um, really cool, upbeat song. Um, I think drummers in particular are going to have a blast playing it. It's just cool. Um, it's in six eight, right? Three four. Uh, I don't remember. 
I'm just the worship leader. It's not 4-4, I'll tell you that. It's not 4 So it's fun. It's upbeat, but not 4-4. <laughs> um, yeah, super cool song. Yeah. That I have been listening to outside of worship, um, which Chuckery, you are a Christian worship leader. <laughs> Surely you don't listen to other music. I, I do. Um, now I can't tell you everything I listen to because I can't totally endorse everything I listen to all the time. <laughs> I would say. So I gotta like sanitize this a little bit. Woodman Valley Chapel does not <laughs> support <laughs> or the views <laughs> and recommendations of me Stephen currently Chuckery. right now. Um. I really like this band called Arizona oh. uh, that has come out with some new stuff recently. Um, kind of an electronic, electronic vibe. Um, <laughs> um, I really like... Look, I didn't like... Growing up, I feel like a lot of people's parents would you know, play them Beatles or Led Zeppelin on vinyl. I never got that and never got into any really old bands. I grew up on Stephen Curtis Chapman and... Avalon and Newsboys and oh man, you know, Third Day. Um, but there's this van called Greta Van Fleet. That's oh, these like the 19, Led Zeppelin. These like 19 year olds from Minnesota who are making like Led Zeppelin ish music. It sound they sound it's like incredible. Led Zeppelin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, and you know what's funny? I <laughs> so I heard on a podcast that they said you you have to go listen to them because you will. Totally agree, but I heard I heard on a podcast that Greta 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 Van Fleet Greta Van Fleet they said like oh no we don't really listen to Led Zeppelin like that they're not an inspiration if you listen there's, to them there's they no sound way. like a Led Zeppelin cover just, band just like last week Lauren Daigle sounded exactly like Adele oh my this God. is the same thing but even more maybe so. even more so. maybe even more so like if dude's you told got, me dude's got pipes if you told me that this was a Led Zeppelin cover band dedicated to Led Zeppelin's B sides yeah. yeah then I would be Absolutely. like oh yeah cool okay.
then kind of two moody kind of electronic stuff too. Ooh. I love Andrew Bell. Oh. He's this kind of singer songwriter of Chicago, and then this girl named Flurry, mm. who's actually uh, a Christian. I think she's collaborated with some people like Carrie Job and Cody Carnes, um, but she does her own solo stuff. So there you go. Yeah, Carson. Cool. Um, I am a huge Ben Rector fan. Big Ben Rector fan. Uh, as far as like pop music goes, I feel like he's just he's up there. He's very good. So he came out with an album a few months ago um, that I'm just loving. Just I, his songwriting is just um, it's just really fun. Like I get the vibe that he's not like taking himself too seriously, and he's just kind of having fun with things, um, and that makes it super enjoyable to listen to. Um, I'll also give a little shout out to this. Um, so Matt Thiessen, longtime uh, lead singer of Reliant K. They've been around for a little bit. Um, he started like a side project called Matt Thiessen and the Earthquakes um, that I just started listening to this week. Really cool stuff. Again, like in particular, uh, like great pop music, but... For him in particular, it's cool to hear his songwriting and just the way that he says things. And like, even with like fun, poppy music, he'll have some like pretty deep thoughts and cool undertones um, underneath it all. So those are those are two I've been listening to. Awesome. All right, let's move on to our I don't know final segment that doesn't have a name. The uh, hopefully this behind is, the curtain. Hopefully the, uh, behind the curtain. Hopefully this is helpful. Behind the curtain. Like cue, the, cue the theme music. <laughs> I feel like I say hopefully this is helpful a lot. <laughs> I'm like really nervous that this is just a waste. <laughs> if you're hoping that it's helpful, is it helpful? Right. <laughs> right. Um, wanted to take you behind the curtain a little bit this week. And explain the method behind the madness of planning a worship service, specifically Jeez. a worship set. Yeah. Um, and there is, there is a model that we use. It's not just let's play our four favorite songs this week. It um, would be so much easier be if easier. that was the case. Yeah. Um, so let me take you, give you a brief overview of kind of what that looks like. We, we take our songs, um, of which, I don't know, there's probably 30 or 40 right now in the rotation, there's kind of a main song rotation and then a songs that we play yearly or a specials yeah. uh, list also. But we categorize them and we give every song a number. Uh, one, two, three, four, or five. And here's kind of how that works. Number one songs are songs of gathering. There's yep. a lot of we language, us, our plural, are, um, that are songs you would generally play towards the beginning of a service, um, setting the tone for the service. And just to say, like, before we go into this, these are not, we're not categorizing songs based off of dynamic, no. but rather, like, theme and language. Yeah, like lyrical content. Yeah. Um, and it's just songs that you sing as a body um, together. And so, two examples I have are, the classic one is Here For You. Yeah. So the, we welcome you with praise... Almighty God to love you, welcome in this place. We are here for you. Yep. Um, and then the Bethel song, To Our God. So it's yeah. our, To Our God. We lift up one voice. We lift up one song, um, singing hallelujah. So those are kind of two classic examples of one songs. I would say right now, probably like we're, that's the category we're lacking in the most, honestly. To find a really good one that has kind of the dynamics you want at the top of a service is actually pretty tricky mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, number, 
Let's, I'll get to two and four in a second, but we'll go to number three. Um, number three songs are songs that are more me-focused. Introspective. Uh, introspective. Um, reflective. Songs with a lot of I and me language. Um, the classic one would be Lord, I Need You. Yeah. Lord, I Come, I Confess. Um, Lord, I Need You. Uh, another one would be God, I Look to You. I Won't Be Overwhelmed. Give me wisdom. Who you say I am. Who you say I am. Uh, no Longer Slaves. Yeah. Um, so, so, so you're kind of moving from a service from like, okay, songs of gathering, we're here, we're understanding why we're here, uh, and what we're trying to accomplish in a service in worship, and then we're moving towards, okay, now let me reflect, let me look at my inward state coming into this. Make it personal. Make it personal. Songs that are number five are the pure, ascriptive, vertical Songs. What a beautiful name. What a beautiful name. A lot of holy, 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 holy. Honestly, Revelation song. Would be one. Revelation song. Exalted over all. Worthy of your name. Yeah, we got You are we got worthy. Those. What a beautiful name. You are holy. You are exalted over all. Um, so it's, it's, we're trying to take people on a journey um, where it's like gathering, reflection, and then ultimately pointing people toward, um, toward God as the one who is ultimately worthy of our praise, who is holy and set apart. Um, in the midst of that journey, there are songs that are twos and fours that have language of, of different categories. So uh, a song that's on two would have some we language, but would also have some I language. Yeah. Um, one that's in our rotation right now is overcome. It's like we will not be moved when the earth gives way, um, for the risen one is overcome. Um, but there's also, um, there's also a little bit of I language. Like I want strongholds to surrender um, like and honestly, there's a little bit of four or five language in that. It's too. not a perfect system. It's not a perfect it's, system. It's, more it's just of a something guiding. we try. Yeah. Um, I was uh, trying to think of like, like I think uh, off the top of my head, I think "Glorious Day" is like a four. Uh, yeah. So that has some like I, but then some you yeah. language as well. Uh, "Living Hope" right now is a four. How mm-hmm. great the chasm lay between us. So it's like a little bit of reflective. High the high the mountain I couldn't climb, but then it moves to the Hallelujah, praise the one who set me free. Yeah. Um, even like praise the king and Christ alone would be fours too, where there's some totally. I language, but also some ascriptive, um, praising God for who he is language too. Um, so now I, I wouldn't recommend just saying, okay, I'm gonna look at this weekend and make sure they follow exactly the one, two, three, four, five yeah. plan, because it's, it doesn't always work out, um, every weekend that we're, we're going in that direction. It's just a kind of a guideline that we use for most weekends, um, to help us plan. Things happen in the service and, and we have to, um, do different things sometimes, so it doesn't always work out like this. Right. But uh, I would say for the most part, it's a great system to stick to. One, one really d- to help people go on this journey, and then two, also to make sure we're putting different types of song in our service. Yeah, like you don't always you don't want to put a ton of songs just about me in a worship service. Yeah. You know? um, so, and really, like at this point, like when we introduced the system, I would say that we were trying to stick more to that. Let's make sure that we're singing it in order, like one, two, five. And I'd say, like, now, we probably stick to that less, but it's more of a... It just helps us to see what types of songs that we're singing. And there have been times where we were sitting in set planning, and, like, we have, a, we have what we think is, like, a super cool song idea, but then we have too many of that song in the set, and so we'll cut it for that reason. We just want to yeah. make sure that in a weekend gathering that we're singing a variety of different kinds of songs. And there's also other weeks where, like, if it fits the sermon topic, like... If the if the sermon is uh, 
<laughs> hopefully all of our sermons are, but if the topic leans towards like very Christ exalting, then we might be a little five heavy, ascriptive heavy um, in that set just because it serves the service well. Yeah. So it's not like a perfect system or perfect rules to follow, but simply some guidelines. Yeah. And two, I think sometimes I don't even think about songs and these guys. I think about other elements we have in service. Like, can communion help us get to a five? Can baptisms help us get yeah, to a five? Can the video or even the message or congregational prayer or something help us move along on on this journey too? So, yeah. and just to probably we'll get into this more on another episode. But as far as like new song selection, mm-hmm. like we will pick songs. Not entirely, but based off of what sort of category we have. So um, let's say that like we're super three-heavy in our song rotation. If there's a song that we love, but it's like another three, we, don't, we might not need that. And so we'll maybe hold off on introducing that for a few months. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. A little peek behind the curtain. Roll now the jingle. You know, now you know why. <laughs> so there you go. Um, now something kind of look look for as you're learning all these songs. It's so funny. I I did a workshop with our student student worship volunteers, and we talked a little bit about this. And I did not expect this to be like. I didn't expect them to be super interested in this, but I started doing it, and all of a sudden, all of their notebooks came out, and they were like raising their hands, asking questions about it. So hopefully, it's like a fun little game to play on the weekend. Hey, what time of song is this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Feel free to just instantly quiz your worship leader. On, <laughs> hey, we're doing this song in rehearsal. Quickly, what number is this? Casey, what number? Yeah. yeah. Give me a number. <laughs> you have my permission to do that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. No, man. Well, there you go. That's it for October. Yeah. Hopefully you take away more than pelvic thrusting, last, like last month. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan, for yeah. that. Great. All right. Thank you all. We appreciate you. Blessings. See you next month. Yeah.